Merry Christmas to all of you and welcome to worship on this day of celebration and joy. Please join me in our call to worship. Unto us a child is born, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Let us worship the one who has come to us. Let us now come to him, joyful and triumphant.
break forth into singing for hope is here. Break forth into praising for peace is here. Break forth into laughing for joy is here. Break forth into celebrating for love is here. God's grace and goodness abounds this Christmas day. The true light is coming into the world. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Christ brings peace, and Christ passed the peace to those around him. And so let us do the same. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Please share the peace with one another. Once again, welcome to worship on this Christmas morning. We are delighted that you are with us. Whether you are a regular attender or a visitor here, you are always welcome, and you have made this time together better just by being among us. It is our hope that everyone who comes through these doors experiences something of transformation and joy, particularly on this day. Um, If you are sitting near the inside aisles of these pews and have access to those maroon pew pads and would sign your name and pass them down the row, feel free to look inside and see the names of those worshiping near you. If there is someone you don't know, and I bet today that may be the case, I encourage you to change that before you leave today. In any case, as you are doing that, just a few announcements. A reminder that this Sunday we have one worship service only. This is a change in our schedule. Uh, But for this coming Sunday, one service at 1030. The following Sunday, so once we get into January, we return to our normal Sunday schedule with worship at 9 o'clock and 1115. But this Sunday, one service only. If you come at 9, you can wait until we start at 10.30. If you come at 11.15, you will have an abbreviated worship experience. But however you come, you are welcome. Know also that in addition to our regular offering today at Christmas time, we also collect the joy offering. That is a denomination-wide offering, and all of the proceeds go to assist uh, church workers who are in times of financial distress during the holidays The funds also go to support um, Presbyterian colleges and universities with a special emphasis upon students of color so that all of those people that are called to service in the church are able to sharpen their skills and receive an education um, so that they might serve the church and the world most fully. Those are some details, but the details are not why you have come this morning. You have come to sing our joy, and so let us stand and sing together again.
And the sixth month of the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child will be born and will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son, And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. This blessing is for the moment after clarity has come, after inspiration, after you have agreed to what seemed impossible. This blessing is what follows after illumination departs and you realize there is no map for the path you have chosen, no one to serve as guide, nothing to do but gather up your gumption and set out. This blessing will go with you. It carries no answers, no charts, no plans. It carries no source of light within itself. But in its pocket is tucked a mirror that, from time to time, it will hold up to you to remind you of the radiance that came when you gave your awful and wondrous yes.
In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Thank you. 
In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, watching over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. tonight I could not fit the size of God into my head. I thought he was a God for the prophets and kings, men and women of words and wisdom. But tonight I am looking at God made small, small enough for me, small enough to pick up and hold like a lamb. I could not talk to a God in the clouds, but tonight when I look and smile and talk nonsense to this tiny thing, I know that I am talking to God, and it is God who smiles back at me and waves his perfect hands in delight, and tonight, in your smallness, God, you seem bigger and more powerful to me than you ever did before. I can hold you now, hold you in my head, and hold you in my hands, and know that you are holding me in yours. 
In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy, and on entering the house they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country, by another road.
Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul, too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher, She was of a great age, having lived with her husband for seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem.
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. are singing and the lights are shining, 
I have always loved Christmas lights. My mother loved them. I think my father loved them once upon a time, though he developed a more ambiguous relationship with them after being responsible for outlining the roof of our two-story home. But my brother is the one among us who really loves Christmas lights. Now, when we were children, the whole front of our house would be lit up, the windows outlined, the bushes covered, and the trees twinkling to the very top. It was right out of a magazine, and it was beautiful, and it was not enough for my brother. Every year, he would beg for more, more lights, he would say. We need more lights. And he didn't just want lights. He wanted the waving snowmen and the inflatable snow globe and the giant woodland creatures and the -the glow-in-the-dark Santa Claus. That never quite happened. My mother was steadfast, only white lights, because she thought it made everything look like it was covered in snow and ice which apparently we didn't have enough of in northern Michigan. And so each year, my brother would sigh and say, wait till I'm a grown-up and I have my own house. I am here to tell you on this Christmas morning that he has made good on those words. He waits until the day after Thanksgiving, but then he goes wild. He blames it on his kids, but older sisters know better. If you have ever seen the movie Christmas Vacation, it's something like that. All different colors, some stay lit and some blink on and off. Santa and all eight reindeer, sometimes ten reindeer, grace the front lawn. Every post of their fence glows like a candy cane, and the dog has a battery-operated collar that she is required to wear. We tease my brother about this mercilessly, and he will hear none of it. He stands tall and proud and delights in calling his house the brightest one on the block. And a few years ago, he got all the ammunition he needed to continue lighting up the sky that way. His son Logan was five at the time. Logan was visiting a friend's home, and his friend's mother was driving him back. But that particular parent had not been to Logan's house before. And belatedly, she realized that Logan had not memorized his address. They were somewhere in the right neighborhood. She knew that much, and she said, Logan, do you know which house you live in? And Logan said, well, my daddy says it's the brightest one on the block. And she knew exactly which house he was talking about. When the lights are bright enough, you can always find your way home. It was true for my nephew Logan, and it is true for all of us. Even if it feels like the world is falling apart or the news is the worst, Even if your heart is broken or the diagnosis is frightening, even if it feels like the carpet has been pulled right out from under you. Friends, Christmas means that if the lights are bright enough, Christmas means because the light of Christ is bright enough, you will always find your way home. Trusting that that is true for all of us, I invite you now to stand as we together affirm our faith using the creed printed in your bulletin. And so we say together, we believe in Jesus Christ and in the power of the gospel which began in Bethlehem. We believe in the one whose spirit glorified a small village, of whose coming the shepherds saw the sign and for whom there was no room in the inn. We believe in the one whose life changed the course of history, for whom the kings of the earth had no power, and who was not understood by the proud. We believe in the one to whom the poor, the oppressed, the discouraged, the afflicted, the sick, the blind, and the leprous gave welcome and accepted as Savior. We believe in the one who, with love, changed the hearts of the proud, and with his life, 
showed that it is more important to serve than to be served, and that the greatest joy is in giving your life for others. We believe in peace, which means justice among all peoples and nations, and love among all. We believe in reconciliation, forgiveness, and the transforming power of the gospel. We believe that Christmas is strength and power, and that this world can change if, with humility and faith, we kneel before the manger. Amen. You may be seated. At the end of the Christmas story, the wise men gave gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They were strange gifts for a baby, but perfect gifts for a king. And in a strange way, we can turn that around. God gave the world the gift of Christ, the perfect gift to a broken world. And so just as Christ is given, we give as well. Let us offer to God now our gifts to the church and the world. for all that we give and all that has been given. We realize you are the true gift today, the gift of Christmas. What joy that brings to our hearts. So may we carry the gift of Christmas into your world in order to shine light into darkness, bring peace to divisions, and show love to those who need a little extra reminder. In your name we pray. Amen.
love of God, indeed the love of Christmas that brought you into this place this morning, and it is the same love that now sends you out into the world, desperately in need of what only you have to offer. So may joy and nothing less follow you all the days of your life. May you be blessed, and may you be a blessing, and may you rest well today, secure in the knowledge that the Lord of Light, who has brought you this far already, will lead you and countless others all the way home. Amen.